1: Going on, everybody. Eric France and Aj Salvison. Thanks for tuning in, joining us here on the Full Court Press.
2: Eric, I have a stat for you that will blow your mind, and uh, I think it's one that uh, you will enjoy, you'll take thrill in. It's been seven years since Brandon Kinsler struck out the side. Brandon Kinsler played for the Marlins. Plays for the Marlins. It's been seven years, Eric, since he struck out the side before he did it today. To eliminate his old team in the ninth inning, he struck out the side. Seven years since he's done that. It's just poetic. It's beautiful.
1: What's poetic about that? Well, There's I mean, no well, poetry. He, yeah, in that?
2: that's poetry. Oh. Okay, don't be having hard feelings because it's your team. I mean, it's not my fault they choked.
1: <laughs> Maybe I want it to be your fault because they choked. Maybe you do because I called it. Because I called it. You're yes, you're already up one nothing in our pick six. Oh, Congratulations. Daddy. Oh daddy. By the way, did you get me anything today? You know, Eric. Because I, I beat was, you last week?
2: You know. <sighs> <laughs> Gosh. The three stands for three days you were gone. The Musketeers stands for those who held the four while you were not here. Merry Christmas. Did you catch that?
1: Positive mind, positive life. You see that on the end there? Oh, I didn't see that part. <laughs> Give me that back. <laughs> I I need that after what happened today. <laughs> yeah. A couple of quick things to get to. Uh, big news today. I think uh, a, a comment that was made was by Gary Anderson. Taken a little bit out of context today and blown up, and it spread like wildfire. Yes, what he said probably needed to be clarified better than the way he said it, but uh, he has since come out and clarified his statement, and I think it's much ado about not much. Yeah, Yep. I'm with you. Uh, last hour, we played the uh, the audio in its entirety about players being able to opt out. Um, And I'm not going to play the full question and then the, the answer, but I, I am going to play just a, a portion of this. So you have an idea of where Gary's coming from. He, the question was about seniors being able to have a season, and Gary was excited for his guys. He's excited for his team. The people who are here were sticking together was basically the message he was trying to get across.
3: You know, starting fall camp, and if they're here, they're excited about being an Aggie. If they're here, they want to be part of this. Um, you know, we don't, we don't in this in this program, at least in our program, we don't we don't have an opt out. That's not an option. If you opt out, you're not with us, and that's the same thing as if you're a grad transfer or whatever it may be. And our kids have been fantastic, just talking it out and communicating about that and where we go. It's just you know we're here, we have an opportunity, um, it's right in front of us, and our kids are excited about that opportunity.
1: He was basically communicating the fact that. And since clarified the fact that we haven't had anybody opt out, um, nobody's asked to be to opt out. He has also said, if anybody in the future decides to, we will uphold you know, their uh, their scholarship and the the assistance, financial assistance, and academic assistance that comes with being a part of this team. What he's communicating is, you know, we we don't have guys that that decide not to play. We have guys who want to play. That's what he was trying to communicate. Yeah. Did it come off the best way? No. Was it soundbited and misconstrued? Yeah. Hell yes. Absolutely. I.
2: <laughs> and you know what? Because he's going to be meeting virtually over a Zoom call with the media
1: tomorrow. <laughs> he's describing his culture that we don't have yeah. guys who opt out. No one's asked for it. So in our cults and our team, we don't opt out. See we and, play. But We're this here. is what That's what he's trying to communicate. And this is why he's I'm, not trying to say, you, know, you gotta be tough. You can't opt out. If you're gonna opt out, you're not with us. You're off the team. No, he's not he's not saying that.
2: <laughs> and, and and people wonder why some coaches are more uh conservative with how they comment, right? Or what they comment. Because they know that some media outlets will take it and be like, hey, guess what he said? He said that the, his own player is really bad, and he sucks, and he's not that good. When really the comment was, you know, he's done some good things, but there's a lot of things he needs to improve upon, and we look forward to that. All right, they just find ways to spin it to where, hey, I've got a storyline for you, a juicy one, and they hold on to it for seven freaking days. <laughs> yeah, right. That that comment we just heard was made last Friday. But let's wait with s- a group of media seven people. days to say what we want to say. That's that to me is just that's wonderful. Good work, Tribune. <laughs> they just they continually outdumb themselves. It always amazes me. I know I shouldn't be mean, but to the Tribune I can be mean. Uh Eric, moving on though. We got football coming up. Just a we few do. weeks away. Unbelievable. We are October 24th away from uh, having a, our first Mount West Conference football game of the year for Utah State. And we're blessed to be able to go to Boise State and do it. What a treat. Like, BJ Reigns today, and you'll hear from BJ, he's like, they're complaining, like, yeah, we have to go to Wyoming on December. I'm like, dude, Aggies are going to Colorado State in December, and they got to play you for a season opener so don't it's
1: not any easier, don't uh hey, there were some some people complaining about you know air force, they only have three road games, well, they only have three home games yeah. in conference play, so they have three home, they have three away, which is split, that's even that's fine yeah they have they have two non conference games that are split um, so the the way that you look it's a pretty even schedule by the mountain west, except for the fact that they did allow Boise State and San Diego State to schedule non-conference games. After they said, we're going to play eight conference games, they allowed them to go out on their own to schedule games with BYU. Jay Norvell at Nevada is upset. It's (laughs) not equitable. It's not even. Air Force has their own agenda. Boise State's allowed to have their own agenda. San Diego State's allowed to have their own agenda. And I know there's a lot of people around here wondering if Boise State and San Diego State could get BYU on their schedule, why couldn't Utah State? I don't know if
2: I dare speak honestly on this. <laughs> like, and I love, I love the saggy team. I, you know, Coach A and, and, and his staff and what they're doing. BYU is already in mid-season form. Uh, I don't know when we would have got them. I don't know if it would have been the second or third week or, like, what game you'd have to drop. I'd, I'd rather just stay away from that and play all, and play all our conference games because that's – there's – and I get it. Like, it, it's the old wagon wheel rivalry, yes, yes, whatever. This is a conference title we're trying to play for. And we have a chance. Like, we always finish second to Boise State in our division or third or whatever it is. We now have a chance, if we can have one of the two highest winning percentages to beat in the Mountain West Conference Championship game. I understand that uh, you know, San Diego State's gonna be good. I understand that Fresno State will be decent. Uh Wyoming as well. But let's uh we'll get BYU next year.
1: We'll be all right. For me, my my I my this is just my opinion because we have not heard from John Hartwell no on this. Uh or the or Jerry Bovey, whomever was involved with this process. But my opinion is that Bottom line here is conference games are more important than non-conference games. I agree. Winning the Mountain West should be, in people's minds, more important than that one game against that team down south.
2: Absolutely.
1: I get it's a rivalry. It's historic. It's a long-running rivalry. It gets a lot of attention in the state. It's important for recruits. But the bottom line is winning your conference. Yeah.
2: I just don't mean well in
1: your conference.
2: Like we go from hey, we just want football. That's all we want. We just want to see football. We don't care. All right, well you got football. What? Okay, we're not playing BYU? Yeah, Come on. That's true. Come why not? You go this is bull crap. Why now are we, we playing want to football? start splitting hairs over Okay, others. geez, Calm down. We're playing conference football and we have a chance to compete for the Mountain West Conference championship. Let's just let's be happy with what we get.
1: That should be a thrill. Ajay, let's do our Friday Five best. Let's do it. Mountain West Conference schedule is now out. We now know who's playing where, on which weekends. We don't know specific days because they could slightly move based on TV. They could move to a Friday or even to a Thursday. But generally speaking, we know who's playing where and when. So based on the schedule that is out, Let's look at the five best matchups in the Mountain West this season. What are the five best matchups for Mountain West schools to to watch and pay attention to this year? Let's yeah, start with number five.
2: I, I you know it's been kind of interesting looking at this. I'm looking at opponents and such, and and what it will look like. Um, but my number five, as where does it sound? It's, it's going to be uh, Nevada. I think it's a tricky game. It's a wild card game, you know. I mean, there's nothing very elite about Nevada this year, to be honest with you. Now you're talking specifically Utah State. Oh, are we looking like at all Mount West Conference football games? I guess we should have clarified that. You got to be okay. Okay, that's no, why you've done. No, no, that. no, 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 no. no. I can okay. adjust. On no, mine. hold on, hold on. No, I'll, no, I'll adjust mine. You're okay. No, I'll adjust <laughs> mine. I'm sorry, everybody. That that's my bad. I wasn't. I should have clarified that, and I didn't. Uh yeah, let's uh, let's go with that. Let's go all Mount West Conference football games. So this will make it even more fun because Wyoming and Colorado State, Wyoming at Colorado State is going to be Wyoming's second toughest test next to Boise State at home. Uh just going on the road to Colorado State, it's a it's a um it's going to be what November 7th. It's both teams are very used to cold weather. Uh, expect a lot of, I don't know how much passing you expect, but expect that whole, we're going to shove it down your throat until you can't, you know, you can't take any more. Uh, it's going to be a ground punishing kind of a game. I expect it to be low scoring, but that's also going to be a very physical game. I love watching Wyoming play football. That's weird to say, but I actually enjoy it because they hit hard defensively. That's a physical program. Yeah. I'm excited. So November 7th, Wyoming Colorado State, that'd be my number five.
1: Now, number five for me is Hawaii at San Diego state mm. new head coaches. Um, and uh, just to see how they're integrated, you know, how do they adopt some of the similar philosophies from before? I think Brady Hoke certainly would do that. Uh, he's been there. He understands that system at uh, San Diego, but what, what is Hawaii going to look like? Um, it's uh it's not, you know, dramatic travel for Hawaii for that one necessarily. So, I think that one could be a really interesting matchup between two very diverging styles of offense and defense uh, facing each other on new coaches to see how they look. So that's going to be uh, on November 14th, Hawaii at San Diego State.
2: That's a good game. My, my f- number four is actually San Diego State as well. Uh, it's San Diego State at Fresno State. We've kind of wondered what does Fresno State's going to be like. We've heard, you know what, there's, they've got a new coach, they've got a new you know, they still got the same good talent as they did last year. Uh, that Fresno State's going to be this up-and-contender for Boise State. To, uh, for, to, to, I mean, to contend with Boise State for the Mount West Conference Championship, if that's who is in the number one spot or number two spot. But San Diego State is very talented as well. They did not lose a lot. They still got a great passing game. Uh, they got a good offensive line. Like That San Diego State team is very, very lethal. And I think that game will decide or at least have an effect on
1: one of the top three spots in the Mountain West Conference. Ooh, yeah, it could be really interesting. I agree. That's a a good matchup. Uh, For me, number four is Nevada at UNLV. Uh, It's an in-state rivalry game. Uh, UNLV, uh, new head coach, Nevada. There's some expectations on them. Uh, They were bowl eligible. They've been kind of a bowl team, but they've had some dysfunction at quarterback so is this the year that they get that settled? Uh, and just to see how those those two teams look. I mean, there's there aren't a lot of great rivalries in, in the Mountain West. I mean, there are some, and you've detailed one of those. But I, I think this one is a good one, too, that could be interesting to see how it revives. A lot of these, for me, these top five, these Friday Five Bests, are, there's a lot of uh, new coach flair in this. Because I just want to see what these coaches look like and how they approach some of these big games. And for... For UNLV early on, that is a big game for them going up uh, and hosting Nevada.
2: Sorry, I'm debating between my – oh, man, the final three are going to be really hard to choose out of here. This is going to be good. Uh, Let's do number three. I'm going to do Colorado State and Air Force. Air Force is – look, they lost 30 kids off this football team, 30 but they and, and they're
1: defensive players.
2: Yeah, and they don't have their quarterback. At least their starting quarterback from last year. Yeah, he transferred. And this is but this game is at Air Force against Colorado State. If Air Force wants any shot of being within that top 5 realm or of being in somewhat of a chance to be like even outsiders chance of contending for the Mount West Conference championship, they've got to beat Colorado State at home. But Colorado State's an interesting thing. They play actually really good on the road. They have their moments where the games that they shouldn't be getting on the road, they end up getting. And this could be one of them. That could be a trap game for Air Force if they're not careful.
1: Well, uh, Air Force is at Utah State the following week. Yep. Uh, For me, my number three, you've already talked about it. It's Wyoming at Colorado State. Again, there's a new coach at Colorado State. That's part of my interest and intrigue. But there's also an historic rivalry. It's a border war. Those two schools are not very far apart from each other. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty good rivalry. It, it steeped in history. And no love lost between uh, that, those fan bases. Uh, you can get there in just a few short hours. Uh, and I, I think Wyoming's going to have another stout, strong team. Uh, I, I think the Colorado State, this new coaching staff, um, there was some controversy with them in the offseason. Uh, was it a disgruntled player just trying to throw guys under the bus? Uh, or was there some systemic issues that were going on? How well did they solve some of those? and that's Granted, it's a few weeks in. It's week three. But I think that's still pretty early on in the season, which could determine some big things uh, by the, in the middle of December. Good choice. Great choice. My number two is going to be Utah State home
2: against San Diego State. Last year, that game ended up being a barn burner. Dominic Everly was clutch, hit a huge field goal. Uh, Jordan Love was really good in the second half as well. If Utah State, whatever happens with Boise State happens, if Utah State gets by San Diego State, in my opinion, Eric, they could be on the passenger seat for a chance at the Mount West Conference Championship title to always participate. they they got to beat San Diego State. That is the one game that really stands out to me. If they want any chance to win or to lead, be contending for a title, they got to beat San Diego State. If they can beat San Diego State, I honestly like their chances. As weird as that sounds,
1: um, that one was. Uh, that's an honorable mention for me. Okay, uh, I I just. I struggled with that one because it was in back-to-back weeks of really tough teams oh, for you yeah. to get things started. But it's the following week that actually has me at my number two for the Aggies, and that's when they travel to Nevada. Again, here's a bowl-eligible team a year ago. Uh, Utah State who would have just gone through two really tough teams. The Nevada game is a great opportunity for Utah State to uh, continue on and, and get themselves in a position, a strong position for the postseason. Uh, and – and uh, uh, we, we, I don't know how the first two games are going to go. I worry about Utah State in those first two games, more so in the first one than the second one. But I think by week three, that really gives them a chance to get some momentum on their side and put them in a in a position uh, for a bowl game and maybe even for a chance for the, the, the conference title game. But they, they have to get past Nevada to do that.
2: Uh, Eric, my number one game is going to have major ripple effect on the uh, Mount West Conference Championship. And that's going to be Boise State and Wyoming. And that's at Wyoming. That is huge. If, if you get the tiebreaker to fall in your way as an Aggie. And you can beat Wyoming at Wyoming. And Wyoming beats Boise State. My goodness. Boise State may not even be in the Mount West Conference Championship. Think about that. And honestly, if there's any team in this league. There's only one team. One who has a shot at beating Boise State and it's Wyoming and they get him at home. In by the way on December 12th at their house in their in their dome 7220 feet. That's a dangerous dangerous place to have to play a very must win if it is, a very much a must win title on the line game. That absolutely should scare the heck out of Boise State fans.
1: Uh I had the same game for the same reasons. That is the number one matchup for me uh, because of what's on the line. It's at the end of the season. Uh, it's in Wyoming in early mid December. Who knows what the weather conditions are going to be like? You could have two teams that are fighting for the top uh, of the conference championship uh, to be to the go to the conference championship. Whoever wins that game uh, might end up going, and whoever loses doesn't. It also very well possibly be it could be they could see each other again. And the following week, it could, be that, it could go down that way that both of those teams, based on their schedules and who they have coming back, could put themselves in a position to both be in the running for a Mountain West Conference championship game. So I also have that game as the number one game to watch for in the Mountain West in this 2020 season on December 12th. Boise State at Wyoming. Uh, it, like we said, it could be moved up a day uh, or two. It could be a night game. Um, but uh, either way, two great teams going at each other at the end of the year—that's a great way to have have that uh, season end. So I think that's same for me. That's the number one game as part of our Friday Five Best. That's the number one to watch and pay attention to in the Mountain West this season. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, I, you know, it's kind of tough to go through these and, and pick five best because there's a lot of really juicy ones. Um, When you have new head coaches facing each other, good teams, how are they going to rebound or how are they going to continue on? Um, And uh, For Utah State, still a lot of questions on this team, what they're going to look like. Uh, How well are they going to compete in the Mountain West this year? Um, I only had Utah State in one of those five best, but I think it could be uh, one for other teams to be paying attention to and watching to see where Utah State and the other pecking order is in the standings for the Mountain West Conference. Uh, If you want to weigh in a conference game that uh, you think should be on the list that you're excited to watch for, let us know. Text into the program 435-339-0321. Which Mountain West Conference game are you most interested in? It could be a Utah State game too. Which Utah State game are you most interested in uh, this season? 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press.
0: Win a 65-inch 4K flat-screen TV from Lens audio video in the Preps Pick'em Contest, presented by The Logo Shop. Sign up to play at 1069thefan.com. Pick the weekly winners of each high school game, and you could win one of 11 weekly prizes and be entered to win the grand prize TV. Go to 1069thefan.com, and you could win. It's the Preps Pick'em Contest on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
4: The state of Utah's Wood Stove and Fireplace Changeout Program is back. Advanced Fireplace and Stove says let the government put the bill. Up to $3,800 towards your new heat and glow gas inserter fireplace. Registration begins November 4th. This is the final changeout opportunity for 2020. Live in Idaho? We'll help you navigate that program, too. Replace yours with a quadrifire pellet or wood stove. Advanced Fireplace and Stove. Call us at 435-752-7272 or find us on Facebook or at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready. Always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com.
2: Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station.
1: Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat. The premier ear, nose, and throat clinic in northern Utah is open inside the Cache Valley Hospital and the new location in Providence next to the Bank of Utah. Social distancing guidelines apply and you can be assured each office is clean and safe. All services are now available at the allergy clinic, hearing clinic, and ear, nose, and throat offices. Most insurance products including select med are accepted. Please call 753-7880 for telehealth conference calls. Stay safe from your health professionals at the Cash Valley Ear, Nose and Throat Clinic.
4: It's cold Outside, but you can keep warm Inside with a quality built, super Efficient York furnace. Count on a Furnace from York because it's backed by The strongest warranties available. It's Just another way we install confidence Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning Your local York dealer at 752-7272 Online at advancedheating-ac.com York, install Confidence.
1: We're not comfortable Until you are
0: Advanced in air. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. <laughs>
2: All right, now joining us here on the Full Court Press. He's of the Idaho Press and Blue uh, Blue Turf Sports does great job in regards to beat writing for Boise State. No one better at uh, taking care and covering the Boise State Broncos like B.J. Reigns is, and who, that's who joins us here now. B.J., thanks for your time.
3: No problem. Always appreciate coming on with you guys. How are you?
2: We're great. We're doing well. Hey, uh, B.J., this uh, Mount West Conference schedule comes out with the uh, nice surprise package for a lot of people who are G5 fans, the excitement of having... Boise State and BYU play each other what have you heard in that game getting scheduled in
3: well I mean a lot of things came into play and you know it's funny how much uh impact Air Force really has on the conference schedule for for a program that you know uh in a long time hasn't won the league or really done much in terms of uh competing at the top of the league I think during the championship game what one time a couple years ago I mean they they, they're kind of holding the rest of the league hostage when it comes to the schedule they they pretty much you know when no one else was going to get to play, they were going to get to play Army and Navy. And then when they came back, uh, the league came back. They still wanted to play Army and Navy, and so to make that work, they had to, you know, move some things around. And um, you know, they had that game scheduled November seventh. So somebody had to not play. That leaves eleven Mountain West teams left, and either had to have somebody not play and not get to eight games, or somebody you know play a non-conference game. So luckily BYU didn't have a game yet. That was the original weekend they were supposed to play anyway. So they said, okay, let's just. Uh, have them play and then the other 10 Mountain West teams can all play each other and then you fast forward to the end of the season and you have you know uh them saying they're not allowed to play on December 12th cuz they have finals that week and so uh you know then that leaves San Diego State stuck for a game and and so same scenario where they had a team that couldn't play and so they got San Diego State to to now play uh you know BYU on December 12th so you're looking at you know uh Air Force playing six league games, Boise State and San Diego State playing seven. Everybody else trying to play eight. Who knows what's going to happen with cancellations and postponements? I don't even think Fresno State is having full team practices yet. They haven't been approved for that. And San Jose State's having their issues up there, having to move training camp and stuff. So there's a lot going on. But uh, you know, it's always been a traditionally a good game. Boise State and BYU uh, comes down to the last play a lot of times. And, and obviously, that was Boise State's only regular season loss last year by three points at BYU. So. Um, it's a good game the only problem is there won't be any fans there probably and that's typically one in Boise that that uh, sells out in a hurry so that'll be disappointing but it's a good game for the two teams and you know was done to help the Mountain West out and I think it ends up benefiting everybody
1: So when Boise State was looking at the potential for a schedule you know, eight conference games what uh, what what conference game got lost for them to make room for this BYU game to happen as it looked like most well, teams had their Regularly, regularly scheduled conference games still happen, but uh, obviously there's been some tweaks in the mix.
3: Yeah, they had a couple of tweaks. They, they, the team they're not playing is New Mexico. They were supposed to play at New Mexico, um, but that got switched, and so they're now not playing New Mexico at all. They're playing BYU instead of New Mexico. And then the other switch was UNLV was supposed to be in Boise this year because Boise State just played UNLV last year at UNLV uh, in the last year of the old stadium. But because of the way it worked out and UNLV needing another home game and Boise State having the home game with BYU, they flipped the UNLV game back to Las Vegas. So Boise State will go to Vegas two years in a row Uh, this year. The only difference will be obviously now they get to go to the the new uh, Allegiant Stadium there where where they're playing where the Raiders play. So uh, Boise State does not play New Mexico and then instead will go to Las Vegas. So for a Beat writer like myself, trading a trip to Las Vegas and not having to go to Albuquerque. Uh, that, was that, was a, that was a win in my book, but uh, yeah, they had to move some things around, but uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. And then you look at the end of Boise State's schedule, December 12th, their last regular season game is at Wyoming, when it could be about five degrees with a foot of snow on the ground, so that'll be fun, December 12th in Laramie, Wyoming. I would hope that's a day game. If that's one of those eight fifteen games, uh it, it may be, you know, below zero and, and three feet of snow. Who knows what'll happen. But uh yeah, you know, it's a weird season. They had to move some stuff around. Um, but it's kind of a hopefully a one year, you know here and we can get back to some normal next year so i think you just take it for what it is this year you can't really complain if you, if your team got the short end of the stick or whatever you just kind of go with it you at least get to have a season and then you hopefully get back to normal next year
1: now speaking of complaining jay norvell in nevada he's complaining that it's an uh, it, there's a lot of inequity in this schedule as it was put out mountain west said we'll do eight conference games except for air force oh and except for boise oh and except for san diego so he's a little upset that they've set a standard, but then they're making exceptions, and so it's not equal for everybody.
3: Yeah, and again, they really had no choice. It was either tell somebody like San Jose State, hey, we think you're going to be terrible this year, so we're only going to let you play five games uh, so that we can make this work and all of our other teams can play eight, or you just had to do it this way. There was no other way to do it. Like I said, I mean, unless you somehow got Air Force to move their game with Army, I guess you could have alleviated that problem, but then again, they're not playing December 12th because they have finals and they can't play. So when you have 12 Mountain West teams and one can't play, you either have a team playing less than eight games or let them play eight and just make it a non-conference game. And so I, I don't really know what the Mountain West, uh, you know, could have done differently in, in this situation when you when you look at the scenario they were dealt with and and what they faced in terms of uh, you know trying to put the schedule together. The, the fact that they're not starting until October 24th you know, does not give them any weeks off. I mean, if they wanted to say, you know what, we're just going to play six games, but started on October 24th, um, then you would have left yourself, you know, you could have avoided this problem and just played six league games, and then you could have just had, you know, two buys worked in there in case games have to be postponed or canceled or whatever, but right now, when you have no weeks off and you have to play eight games in eight weeks, um, there was no other way to move this stuff around, so I, I get it that Jay Norvell's not happy. I'm sure a lot of teams aren't happy, and there's a whole number of tiebreakers that now come into play if if uh you know if if utah state is 7 and 1 in league and boise state is only you know uh there's there's so many tiebreakers for teams that aren't playing eight full games um you know 7 and 1 is not necessarily better than 6 and 1 if if the teams played head to head they're going to give the edge to the head to head team and so um it, it's it's going to be interesting i get it that you know Jay norvell's unhappy and, and that's you know i'm sure other teams are not happy boise state's probably not happy about playing three of their last four on the road and like I said having to go to Laramie in December for what might be their toughest game of the season but it is what it is you know you trade a BYU for a New Mexico I mean, that that certainly becomes a much tougher game for Boise State so everybody has what they think is probably fair and unfair but again in my opinion it's a weird season just be happy you're playing and you know just just hope it gets back to normal next year but I you know they're not counting the eligibility for the players they're not counting really there's no family just it's just a weird year I think you need to just you know Take it for what it is and, and uh, you know, just, just play out the schedule and see what happens.
1: Trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh well BJ- don't
3: forget too, they're trying to take advantage of the top I mean, the Mountain West wants Boise State to be in the group of in the New Year's six game to get, you know, ten million dollars or whatever for the for the school. So they're gonna take care of their top teams in a season like this too, because uh, you know, there, there's money on the line for Nevada if Boise State uh Makes it. I remember a couple years ago, Boise State was in the champion, uh, They were in the Mountain West Championship game against Fresno State, and all Boise State had to do was win, and they were going to the Fiesta Bowl, which they did. But I remember there being more money on the line for Fresno State essentially to lose that game than to win, uh, because if they lost, if 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 they lost the game and went to, and Boise State went to the Fiesta Bowl, they were going to get you know a cut of that Fiesta Bowl check all of a sudden. So um, the league knows what they're doing. The league wanted to make Boise State schedule. Uh, you know, in terms of as attractive as it can for TV games for the you know playoff selection committee when it comes down to putting them up against UCF and whoever else, and so they knew what they were doing. And if you're Nevada, I think you just need to you know shut up and play the games on your schedule. And and uh, again, if it works in your favor, take the money the Mountain West is going to get from the TV deal and from all the bowl money and all that, and just uh, you know go along your way.
2: B.J. Reigns of the Idaho Press and Blue Turf Sports joins us here on the Full Court Press. B.J., great stuff so, so far. I did want to ask you about the times and, and such for, and with TV network contracts and, and whatever. With Boise State being the really hottest item, not only in the Mount West Conference, but among G5 teams uh, along with BYU, do you see them get in the favor of maybe daytime games, mid-afternoon games on big-time stations like uh, Fox? Uh, or uh, how do you feel that would work out for a team like Boise State?
3: Well, as a beat writer that uh, usually is like in the third and fourth quarter looking up and I have, you know, the stories due two minutes after the game ends and I have, you know, five words (laughs) written and I'm kind of, you know, can't say on the air what I'm feeling at the time. I, uh, you know, yeah, it'd be nice. It would be really nice to have some more time. So I would take some afternoon games and there is, you know, it's going to be interesting to see that new thing with, uh, you know, now that Fox Fox has come in instead of ESPN, that's still going to be weird. But I think Fox Sports 1 is going to take some of, Boise State home games. Fox may take a game or two. If it's Fox, it's definitely not going to be starting at 10 p.m. You know, they they, they were supposed to play Florida State this year, and it was actually going to be a 10 a.m. game on uh, Big Fox when they played Florida State it was going to be uh, with the big noon kickoff game. On, and so, uh. um, yeah, I think they're going to get some earlier times probably, but the Fox Sports one window is probably going to be later. I think they're probably going to get some Friday games. I think the BYU game probably bumps up to Friday maybe a Thursday game. They're going to have some games on different nights because they are by far the most attractive team to Fox, and they're going to want to take advantage of uh, having the option to play their games in year one. So if it means getting uh, you know Gus Johnson out here on the blue and going crazy on some last-second play, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think 745, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the release back when they announced it, I think 745 is the latest that they can start now. So these 815 games at least get bumped up a little bit. And I think the local, time, the local time where the game is starting from, I think 7.45 is the latest it could be. So the home games, uh, albeit with no fans now, will at least get bumped up probably about 30 minutes or so at the latest.
1: Oh, I, I love that. I love that. Because um, it makes for some late nights for us, too, back in the radio. Oh, yeah. After the games. Um, uh, there's no, there are no divisions this year in the Mountain West in determining who goes to the conference title game. From a Boise perspective, Good thing, bad thing.
3: Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, I, it's all going to come down to you know, uh, and like I said, there's some weird tiebreakers where if two teams have one loss but didn't play the same number of games, if Boise State's like six and one and Utah State's seven and one, you know, if they played head to head, that would actually still determine it this year since they didn't play the same number of games. So, um, you know, Utah State could be have a better record, seven and one versus six and one, but if Boise State beat them for their one loss, Boise State would go to the championship. So. Um, I you know, it's it's I'll, I'll let you know at the end of the season when I see the standings. mean, how about that? I mean, I think it's just going to be one of those situations where uh, certainly on the West you've had some, some teams and you had the three-way tie one year on the – you know, there's been different times where you say, hey, let's just put the top two teams in. It makes more sense for this league in terms of trying to, you know, again, put a team in position to, you know, play for a New Year's Six Bowl game. And so you want to play the best team you can. And if both those teams are on this side of the bracket – or uh, this you know, this division, and that shouldn't be the difference of of it. So, again, this year everyone's not playing the same number of games. Everyone's not playing the, the same teams they normally would have played. I think it's just kind of one of those weird years where you just say the top two make it, and I have no problem with it, but I, I doubt that's something they keep long-term. I think they like the divisional format, but I just think there were too many uncertainties this year. I mean, let's face it, the likelihood that no Mountain West game gets canceled this year is pretty low. So, some game will get canceled at some point, some teams going to play five instead of six or six instead of eight. So I think it was only fair this year to say you have to play at least six games. And I think that's the first requirement, unless every team plays below that or something. But I think six games is the requirement in league games to be eligible and then just take the top two. I, I have no problem with that this
2: year. What have you seen out – or, excuse me, what have you – guess when you researched with the Mount West Conference, what teams stand out? I mean, if there's anyone that can challenge Boise State this year – Who is it? Because Boise State's loaded, and so it's going to be almost like a distant second place team.
3: Man, it's crazy because I was thinking about this. Somebody was asking me about like some position battle on Boise State's roster, and I went from like being in hardcore football mode and knowing all the all the facts and stats and question marks on these teams and voting for the preseason rankings and studying all this to like not thinking we're having a season. So you're covering high school football. Doing other stuff and not even thinking about it. So it's crazy. And I was looking back at the preseason standings and San Diego State was the the preseason favorite, obviously. Um, I'm interested to see what Hawaii can do with a new coach, obviously. Um, you know, and then they lost obviously the quarterback and some other pieces, but yeah, you know, I think they have some pieces there to potentially step in and and keep, you know, some of the momentum going that they had. Nevada was a team that I know some people liked in terms of uh, wanting to do some things this year. Um, the mountainside is going to be division be, be interesting because. I think Air Force would have been a team that would have, you know, been right there until they had all the players on defense elect to to leave this semester and not waste their year of eligibility. So I think Air Force is certainly going to be diminished on defense and that's going to hurt them and I think Wyoming's a team especially when you get, you know, the home game against Boise State in late December or mid-December, um that's going to be huge for them. I think a lot of people have thought Wyoming was a team that should be better this year and maybe compete in that division. So, um yeah, I think it's uh you know, there's a lot of good teams. I think you, you know, what UNLV can do with a new coach. You, know, what is it, six new coaches this year? Six or seven six. new coaches in the six. league. And so I think, I mean, you're talking half the coaches being new, and the new coach at Fresno, a new coach at San Diego, and New Mexico, and Vegas, and um, I mentioned uh, Hawaii. I mean, it, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see to see, and and, and you know, I mean, it's just going to be a weird year. Like I said, a lot, it wouldn't surprise me really any result in an eight game season. We well, had yeah, Boise State all of a sudden starting with a Utah State instead of you know, last year what it was playing them late in the season and um, it's just it's going to be weird. It wouldn't shock me if some team that you know came on and you know they got their spring practices in and the other team didn't, so they're all of a sudden better than you thought they'd be, or some team that uh, didn't get to practice uh, you know and is quarantined or whatever and they struggle. I mean, it's, it wouldn't surprise me. It's a weird year, and um, but I, I do think Boise State clearly probably should be just based on pedigree and history and what they have coming back on offense. Uh, should be that top team that everyone's
1: gunning for at this point. BJ last question for me real quick cuz I know we're uh, we're running out of time here but this as you mentioned Boise State and Utah State open the season against each other. Um what and we've we're talking about this being a potentially loaded Boise State team but w- what does this team look like? What does Boise look like? Who do they have coming back that uh, make them so dangerous?
3: Well, I'll start with who they don't have coming back, because that's kind of the bigger issue, and it's, it's it's the offensive and defensive lines. They lost all four starters on the defensive line. They lost four of five starters on the offensive line. So they lost a lot of players up front on both sides of the ball, and you know, two on each side of the ball that they went on to the NFL. So you're talking four NFL-caliber players up front on the two lines, and that's a big loss for them. But they're Boise State, and they have you know talented players behind them, and they feel like they're you know, those guys were waiting for their chance, just like those guys were a couple years ago, and that they feel like they recruited well and have guys ready to step in, but certainly unproven guys on the offensive and defensive line. But what you trade there, you get back. You know, you have your quarterback, Bachmeyer, back. Uh, I know he didn't play in the game against Utah State last year because he was hurt, but you have Bachmeyer back, the quarterback. You have your thousand yard rusher, George Holani, back, who I believe torched Utah State last year uh, in, in that game. And then you have your you know, two of your top receivers back, your tight ends back. So you have pretty much all your skill players on offense, and then you bring back your entire linebacking core. They bring back their two starting corners that are both seniors this year. Um, so they've got, you know, at the skill position, a lot of talent. But the big question for Boise State is going to be up front on both sides of the ball and whether or not they can, uh, you know, find a way to plug some holes up there with the big holes.
2: B.J., is your Cardinals going to hang in there or not?
3: Oh man, good question. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I was, as a uh, Braves fan, uh, I I
2: am I am reveling in this moment to know that Cardinals are struggling for how many times they've knocked out my Braves, but I'm thrilled to see you have to go to a, a third game.
3: Yeah, that'll be fun, and and uh, <laughs> you know uh, I'm looking forward to that. And and uh, you know yesterday I was watching Brett Rippin make his first start for the Broncos. Yeah. and we're going back and back and forth with the baseball game, and um, you know that was a disappointing one yesterday, but uh, we'll see. Would be fun to. Keep keep the hope alive. This is by far not the best Cardinals team in a long time. They're they're not very good this year. So it'd be fun to play with house money and get by today's game. But uh, we'll you know do or die. At least it'll be fun for a couple hours. We'll see.
2: Boy, Brett Ripon looked great last night. Honestly, he did. I know there's a couple mistakes, but as I mean, a guy coming in there in a situation like that, it's impressive to see that guy at quarterback in the NFL.
3: It was it was fun. Yeah, I mean it was fun to I I went to every one every you know every every college game he played for four years. I was at so. Uh, it was cool to see him go from there, and uh, he went undrafted, but obviously worked his way up to the practice squad and to get a play. And yeah, he had a couple of throws he liked back, a couple of really bad interceptions, but overall to, to lead them to 37 points. And you think about the history that Boise State's had; he's the first Boise State quarterback ever to start and win a game in the NFL. Wow! So Kel- Kellen Moore was never able to do it. He, he was like 0 and 3 as a starter. Uh, Ryan Finley, who ended up transferring out, started a couple games with the Bengals, and he lost, and that's it. So he's only the third quarterback even to play in an NFL game. And then the first one to get a win. So Boise was pretty fired up for him. The city of Boise, everyone was pretty excited for him, pretty happy for him. And I just hope they give him another chance to play again.
2: Well, Aggie Nation's fired up for October 24th when they head to Boise State to play on the blue turf. BJ, thank you so much. Great stuff. Take care. We'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks for your time, BJ. Well,
3: so, yep. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. As always.
2: Absolutely.
4: The, you've been on the road for hours, covered 527 miles, listened to three podcasts, had two calls with your mom and one with your sister, and you're really hungry. And look at that. There's a McDonald's One Mile Up Ahead meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. Enjoy any size premium roast coffee or soft drink for only a dollar or get any size iced coffee for just a dollar fifty. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.
3: Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available, create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products, and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you, all the way.
0: Visit lesolson.com to learn more a 65-inch 4K flat-screen TV from Lynn's audio video in the Preps Pick'em Contest, presented by The Logo Shop. Sign up to play at 106.9thefan.com, pick the weekly winners of each high school game, and you could win one of 11 weekly prizes and be entered to win the grand prize TV. Go to 106.9thefan.com and you could win. It's the Preps Pick'em Contest on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Oh, McDerrell has a farm, and appliance
1: farm. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Why buy from Daryl's? It's easy. You get a full two year warranty on all scratch and dent appliances. Apply for interest free financing, plus, you always get Daryl's outstanding service with every appliance. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. See
0: Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Learn more at VFW.org. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Big thanks to B.J. Reigns. Definitely a Boise State perspective, but still you know, we're trying to get a, an idea of a lot of these different schools and how they're preparing and, and perceiving this unique 2020 football season in the Mountain West Conference. Utah State opens against Boise State on Saturday, October 24th. We're just a few weeks away from that. Uh, also on that day, other conference games will be played. Air Force will be at San Jose, Hawaii at Fresno, questions about, big questions about if that game happens for both Hawaii and Fresno. Hawaii has had to shut down practices because of tests among some freshmen this week. Uh, New Mexico's at Colorado State. New coaches on display there. New coaches on display Hawaii at Fresno State as well. Uh, UNLV at San Diego State. Another set of new head coaches facing each other. Utah State at Boise, as we mentioned, and then Wyoming at Nevada. So it's an interesting first week in the Mountain West with all these new head coaches facing off and squaring off against each other, and we'll see the first good looks of uh, some of these teams. Whether they play is still to be determined. When exactly they're going to be played is still to be determined. Uh, I would imagine early next week we would have uh, those announcements from the TV partners about the broadcast schedules, well, the kickoff times, and uh, what time... Um, you know, what, what times those are going to be and what days those are going to be. There's a chance they could be moved to a Thursday or a Friday because of their new broadcast uh, uh, deals with Fox, FS1, CBS, and CBS Sports. So uh, we wait patiently to see where that looks. Uh, we do know what the schedule is for this week uh, for high school football. We do know there is a college football game tonight. BYU is hosting Louisiana Tech in, in their game down in Provo. Uh, We know in high school football, we've got a pretty busy schedule and uh, just a quick rundown of who's playing where and how you can follow along here on this station on the fan. We're going to have Skyview versus Logan. That's an historic rivalry between those two schools. Uh, But uh, Skyview is number one in the 4A standings. Logan is number 14 currently in the 4A standings, but, um, it's still going to be a good matchup. This Logan team plays tough. So pregame coverage starting at about 645 with Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis calling the play-by-play for both schools. Uh, but you can hear it here on the fan. You can also hear it over on our sister station, KVNU. It'll be the same broadcast on both places. Also streamed on 106.9thefan.com and on KVNU KVNUTalk.com. So that's uh, one of those matchups that's going on. Uh, Mountain Crest. Hosting Bear River tonight. Now, there are going to be two separate broadcasts of that. Uh, the Mustangs will be broadcast on 107.7. AJ is stepping in for AJ. AJ has had to uh, be isolated this last week. We expect to have him back in the office next week. But AJ's uh, uh pinch-hitting for him tonight at, uh, at out in Hiram for the Mountain Crest coverage with Matt Adams. That will be on 107.7 FM. Uh, Bear River coverage will be on 104.9 of other County. Clint Payne will be calling the play-by-play there. And uh, the those will also be streamed online. We have links on those on Daily.com. And then, really, what I think is the game of the night in Region 11 play, at least, is Green Canyon uh, hosting uh, Ridgeline. Ridgeline's number four in the rankings, while Green Canyon is number nine. Uh, and uh, Green Canyon... A lot of hope and expectations with this team. They've had a few things fall short for them. Uh, Can they start to rebound to get things back on track? Ridgeline, on the other hand, playing really good football, Um, but they've had some close ones uh, themselves. So that could be an interesting one. It'll be on 100.9 FM with Craig Hislop and John Russell on the call, and also streaming on one uh, or broadcast on 104.5 FM The Ranch. Uh, But uh, you can get links to all those on CashValleyDaily.com. And uh, the other games happening today. Rich is hosting Enterprise, that game already underway. Preston is hosting Sugar Salem, Melads at Aberdeen, and Westside, dominant Westside. They are at Soda Springs uh, later on this evening. So check back on cashvalleydaily.com later tonight, and we'll have the, the scores, we'll have photo galleries. So check those out. Stay tuned for that coming up online. Coming up next from the Full Court Press, some final thoughts on what's going on tonight and what to look for this weekend
0: a 65-inch 4K flat-screen TV from Lynn's audio video in the Preps Pick'em Contest, presented by The Logo Shop. Sign up to play at 1069thefan.com. Pick the weekly winners of each high school game, and you could win one of 11 weekly prizes and be entered to win the grand prize TV. Go to 1069thefan.com, and you could win. It's the Preps Pick'em Contest on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
4: Coldwater Stone in Tremont and Tremont is under
3: new ownership and is partnered with Castellite and Logan. With over 50 years of combined experience, they'll
0: help you find the most stunning products for your home. Coldwater takes some of the most beautiful resources Earth has to offer, then shapes and blends them to help create your dream home. Natural stone at manufactured stone prices. Stop in at the Tremonton facility or see samples at Castlight and Logan.
3: Let us help you create your custom masterpiece. More information at Coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs.
0: The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wees T-ball team. It's the full court press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan.
1: Only one major league baseball game left to determine who's moving on to the next round. Currently, St. Louis and San Diego facing each other in the American League uh, Wild—excuse me, the National League Wild Card uh, series. There, it's tied one apiece in the series right now. In this game, it's the bottom of the second. No scores yet. Uh, yesterday, it was the Cards that led for much of the game. And then the slam Diego started happening, and the Padres started putting runs on the board, took the lead, and held on to the lead to force a game three. Uh, No score yet here in the second uh, between these two teams. The Marlins beat the Cubs earlier today to close that series out. Everybody else is done, and uh, this is the last series to be determined. Uh, So anyway, we move on and uh, see who's going to be the last team. Uh, to move on. Also in the uh in the NFL this weekend, some interesting games on tap on the schedule. Uh when you look at uh, some of the uh injuries and some of the other issues that have been going on uh in the NFL, some wide receivers are coming back. Uh for some key teams, others are still going to be held out. Uh the the Tampa Bay situation, uh the Godwin is still out after really playing pretty good in game 1, but not the situation there. We've still got some running back issues among some of these teams. Uh, frankly, some of the t- games that are, are going to be the most interesting, the Chiefs and the Patriots, uh, is at about 2.30 on CBS. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be seeing that one in our region or not, but that could be a really interesting showdown. Uh, I, I think that uh, uh, the, the Buccaneers and the Chargers, Buccaneers, uh, they're two and one Tom Brady settling in, Chargers, now, with what's going on with their quarterback situation, Herbert is going to come in and be the presumptive starter. How well does he do with a little bit more time and preparation of a full week instead of just a few minutes before it came? Uh, so, uh, and then also the Saints and the Lions. Uh, Lions playing some pretty good football, but they haven't been able to really get a lot of wins. And Saints have been struggling. And this is a, a battle between two, one, and two teams. Uh, who's going to come out on top? And actually, New Orleans are only favored by three in this one so far. A busy night in high school football, a busy day in college football tomorrow as well. On Monday, we'll break it all down. We'll recap it all. On Monday, we'll also give away our bread and butter play of the game and see who won our Preps Pick'em Contest. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Monday.